0: Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Biwa Kwan. Qantas boss Alan Joyce has announced he's leaving his job immediately after sustained scrutiny over the airline's profits and service. Mr. Joyce advised the board he was bringing forward his retirement by two months to help the company speed up its renewal. Vanessa Hudson will assume the role of managing director and group chief executive. Transport Workers Union National Secretary Michael Kane says he welcomes the decision. We think that renewal is needed, renewal in the board is needed and we're calling on Vanessa Hudson to take a completely different approach than the one Alan Joyce has taken. We hope she turns a new leaf, we hope she goes in the opposite direction of Alan Joyce. This now becomes a question about what does the Australian community think about the board. Certainly the board has not covered itself in glory and there's serious questions about it needing renewal. The national non-government body representing First Nations Children's Snake is holding its 10th national conference. The group's chair, Muriel Bamblett, says it's an important event to talk about how to close the gap between Indigenous and non-Indigenous children. We are sectors from child welfare, family violence, homelessness, housing, justice, all areas where children are overrepresented, obviously. Our focus is to close the gap. Obviously, a lot of work needs to be done, particularly here in the Northern Territory, but across our nation to improve outcomes for, obviously, the most vulnerable children in our country. A group of Australian MPs have defended their decision to travel to the United States to lobby for the release of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. Mr Assange is being held in Belmarsh Prison in London and faces an extradition request from the United States on charges of espionage, connected to the release of sensitive U.S. military reports on the Iraq and Afghanistan wars. A member of the delegation, Nationals MP Barnaby Joyce, says they expect a fair hearing during their two-day visit this month and that they are making the appeal on a range of principles. He says a key principle is that they believe the prosecution of the WikiLeaks founder sets a dangerous precedent. Putting aside even the fact that, um, put aside Mr Assange himself, an Australian citizen to be sent to a third country because it's deemed to be a crime in that third country, even though they're not a citizen of that third country, um, nor were they in that country when the crime was committed. Uh, what do you do in the future if that's also the view of China, noting that China already has a warrant out for people in Australia saying that they, sh- you know, they should be arrested in Australia, even though they're Australian citizens? Thousands of people have been evacuated from their homes as Typhoon Haikui made landfall in China's southeastern Fujian province after battering Taiwan for the past two days. More than 114,000 people have been moved from risky areas as the typhoon rolled in with a maximum wind speed of 20 metres per second. The typhoon lost strength and became a tropical storm after making landfall, where the forecasters expect it to continue to weaken. Africa's first climate summit begins today in Kenya with the goal of better preparing the continent for climate disasters. It comes as a new report by the United Nations suggests Africa is heating up at a faster rate than the rest of the planet and enduring more severe climate and weather disasters. Wilfred Okia from the World Meteorological Organization says Africa is being heavily impacted by climate change. The clear message is that uh, Africa, although is amounting uh, uh, almost 10 uh, percent of the, emission, uh, the global emission, Africans seem to be uh, paying a big share in terms of climate impact. Because uh, the climate viability and climate change is eating Africa uh, in different ways, in different sectors, so that seems a bit unfair. Australia's medical regulator has launched a crackdown on the use of injectables such as Botox and fillers. There's been a rise in demand for non-surgical procedures and an increase in the number of services offered. The regulator says stronger public safeguards are needed to ensure there is better informed consent from patients before any treatment. New guidelines would also regulate the use of before and after images, social media influences and claims about the expertise of practitioners to advertise these procedures. And to sport in cricket, Australia have secured a 3-0 T20 clean sweep over South Africa. A career-best T20 international knock from Travis Head contributed to the five-wicket win in the series finale in Durban. Their performance marks Head's first half century, setting up a strong position ahead of this week's five-match one-day international series, and increasing his prospects to open at next month's World Cup. I'm Bee Wequan, and this is SBS News in Easy English.